0: You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Happy New Year. It's 2021. The pandemic is over. We are here to ring in the new year with you. I'm James, the Brock in red, and Andrew is the ghost of Christmas yet to come in black.
1: That's right. I got the hood and everything. I don't have a hood. I'm sorry. No, you don't. First time forever. I'll just, I'll just point at stuff <laughs> continuously. The sheVP fan usually
0: has a hood. Brock, how's your new year going so far?
2: Uh, pretty good. It's not 2020 anymore. That's exciting.
0: What shirt are you wearing anyway? Is that, is that, a, is that oh, X-Men? This
2: is, uh, this is awesome. X-Men. In the style of gorillas. Hello, this yeah. is from T Public. Fine website. Check our stuff out there. Rebel Scum Podcast. Me. Buy a shirt. Why not? You got that money from Christmas. Spend it on. Yeah. Local business online. (laughs)
1: Yeah, besides, it's January 1st, 2021. The Mosquito people have taken over. So our days are numbered. Just buy shirts. (laughs) And as we've done the last, this is our fourth or fifth time doing it. We are
0: ringing in the new year with our ranking Star Wars. When this started, there was uh, six lists uh, happening. Uh, Now we we have ten times that. Going into this year. There's about Holy 60 God. lists. It was a lot of math. So I asked everybody to give me their list early. Everybody did. Some people uh, refuse because they do not rank, which is fine. But this is the definitive ranking of Star Wars. If you disagree with this list, I'm sorry you can't until next January 1st. Uh, because this is it. This is the list that will ring us into next year. Uh, it is... Uh, I'm the only one of us two who has seen this list because I had to do the math, and I'm, and I'm not very good at math, so I might be way off. But it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun to do it. The way it works is uh, there's el- we're doing the 11 live action Star Wars theatrical movies. So the 11 live action films. So the Clone Wars animated film does not count. Although now with what's going on with Mandalorian and whatnot, we might have to change this. But it's live action only 11 films. So you got. Everything from uh, New Hope to uh, The Rise of Skywalker is included in this list. If Brock, here's how, here's how the adding it all up worked. If you picked the New Hope as your number one, it would get, receive 11 points. If Andrew, you picked it as your uh, number 11, it would receive one point. So the, so the numbers went that way, and I just added them up in that respect. So that way, no one singular list really uh, determined this outcome. But I will say... The last uh, four flip-flopped often.
1: Mm. Is this video going to contain some kind of like list or you just saying the names of all the people who contributed?
0: <laughs> I'm going to say the names. And not of everybody that contributed. There's too many, but I will say the names of our YouTube friends. But our Patreon friends uh, really helped out. They stepped up sending me uh, cool. messages and emails with their lists. So there's a bunch there. And... I'll give a name of a bunch uh, of our YouTube podcast and podcasting friends uh, right here on my cell phone because this is how we do things in 2021. No paper anymore. Uh, Around the galaxy, (laughs) Alora from Force Toast, Chronicles, Pizza and Parsex, Cam Ray, Adat Chat, Scuttlebutt, Reaper Girl, Girls with Sabers, both of them. Uh, Rob from Bring the Pain, Charlie Skywalker, Star Wars and the Galaxy podcast, two of them. Lauren from Galactic Podcast, Adam Lance Garcia, and there's a whole lot more. And I I am so excited to get onto this list because we usually argue. Yeah. Before, before, we break get, started, before we get started, Brock, any expectations on the definitive Star Wars? Uh,
2: one and two is going to be Empire or Jedi. <laughs> Not in that order. Who knows? And people are going to be... Conflicted on Last Jedi and probably uh, Clo-
0: Attack of the Clones. Okay. All right. Andrew, any uh, expectations on your
1: end? Um, I'm expecting Attack of the Clones to win because it always <laughs> does. Uh, and, you know, it deserves it. Uh, other than that. It says no, the guy, I you, you like- never put it number one on your list, And These lists are anonymous. I'm not going
0: to tell you what everybody put because, you know, just. But, Andrew! You never put it number one. You can't expect it. you got you got to put it number one one year. Well, things went differently this year, didn't they? So
2: we'll you never see. you never put Cody in the corner. Is what you do. <laughs> exactly.
1: Brock, are those new shelves? I'm just looking at your shelves. They look different.
2: No, you uh, just haven't been here in a long time. Ah,
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> COVID. Uh, COVID. Anyway, huh?
0: COVID. COVID. All right. You guys want to get started with number 11 on the list, but number one in our hearts? Yeah.
2: Is it Phantom Menace?
0: It is not the Phantom Menace. Number uh, 11 uh, pains me to say, and a lot of people are going to be up. This is, we're getting off on the wrong foot right away. People will be pissed off at this one, I suspect. But when you add it all up, this is where it lied. It is, uh, a movie called Solo, a Star Wars story, dropping to the bottom. First wow. time I believe we've done one. Where Attack of the Clones was not dead last. Andrew, your wish has been granted. Wow, Brock. <laughs> Thoughts?
2: Can we can we know the how many points each one got, or do you think that's too revealing?
0: Uh, I didn't write them down, and the book's not with me. But I could.
2: Okay, no worries. We no
0: could talk about that on a podcast if you want. Okay.
2: No, 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 that's fine. Sorry, that's fine. This, uh, I didn't do it because there were well,
0: so many that I mean, had different papers, so, yeah.
2: This is a democracy, and <laughs> this is how it dies. Uh, no, 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 it's, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and, you know, Solo had its flaws, but that's surprising me, I I had it higher up on my list, I feel like I'm going to say that a few more times, <laughs> but... Uh, um, Great flick, modern adventure. Uh, I think it's something that we should revisit. But wow, wow, the people have spoken.
0: Andrew, you hate this movie, so tell us uh, your thoughts. <laughs> I'm just joking. You don't hate it, but just your thoughts.
1: I'm, I'm shocked. I've been hearing a lot of solo hate lately, and I thought the general consensus was that it's underrated. General consensus. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Major problem. Um, yeah. I, I think that, where did I have it? I had it number nine, so I had it pretty low. But I think it's the kind of movie that got better every time I watched it. Uh, once I got over the fact that the crawl was weird and the whole last name <laughs> thing, I was just able to enjoy it more. And I'm just like, wow, this is this is so much fun. Uh, I uh, I don't think it deserves that last place. I really don't. But um, I guess that's the breaks. Well, so you've said this before. Something's got to be last. Yeah, something's got to go And work. I
0: think, and you guys know, I love Solo. And I think, honestly, when you look at it, it wasn't actually last on a lot of lists. It was just low on, on the majority of the lists. And yeah. so that's, it's, I think, especially when you have The Mandalorian now, it really, and this, you know, Brock I mentioned this about Rogue Squadron coming up. It's like, what makes this better than The Mandalorian or separates so- a theatrical film from like a TV show? Do you know what I mean? Like the, where's that right there so the the discrepancy and it's not it's not a saga film either right
2: don't make this a sophie's choice man like Uh, how dare you try to like switch it up with mandalorian that is a whole new echelon this is that's a new era um no
0: i know i'm just saying though when you have something uh, like that they they feel like they belong together like solo belongs as a disney plus series is what i'm
2: saying i mean i guess it's sort of the comparison is that it's not a Jedi-driven project, even though there are Jedi in both, but like I think that is, we're looking more at the everyday man, even though you could Mm -hmm. say any character is an everyday man. So, yeah, I can see a
0: a comparison, but how dare you? I'm not not comparing the, anyway, I'm just saying that (laughs) I I really think Solo would have flourished as a Disney Plus series, but obviously that wasn't A concept back then, and I love Solo It was way higher on my list. It was number one. Screw all you. It was wow. You had it as your number one. No, it wasn't. I thought we were gonna stay positive. It was. That was positive. I didn't say anything negative. You just said
1: screw
2: all you.
0: Oh yeah, no, no. I'm positive with the movies, but screw. No, it wasn't actually my number one. It was higher up though. I think it was four or five. I did three lists, and I only had one. Uh, Oh well, yeah. You know, it changes every day. Um, (laughs) my number ten, or my number ten, number ten on the definitive ranking list uh should come as no surprise it's attack of the clones our you know typically this is number the last place one since day one but now it's moved up a notch um so andrew uh you are you know me and you are two of the five people that like this movie tell me what you think of its placement here
1: it's uh it still boggles my mind i think i say this every year i don't know what movie you people are watching <laughs> where you're like, yeah, this is the worst one. This one with the grandest adventure, the most sweeping scope, the biggest fight. Like, yeah, this is the worst one. I, I really don't understand. I was talking to uh, Robin, our buddy Robin Williams, not the dead one, another <laughs> one. Uh, and uh, he uh, he was saying, he's like, I just, uh, this just the other day. He's like, yeah, I just started rewatching the movies. He says, I haven't seen the prequels since like they came out. And he goes, man. Tech of the Clones is friggin' great. And I'm like, what have I been telling you for uh, two decades? Um, This was my number one. I, I I had had enough of it not being number one. And I stopped and I thought, and I'm like, you know what? There's never a bigger smile on my face than the Coliseum. So I'm putting it in number one. It just has to go there. And there you go. You're all wrong.
2: Well, Andrew, I think you should be satisfied because you're getting Hades and Hating Christensen back as Vader in an Obi-Wan where he can say awesome lines by, I hate sand and I killed them all. The men, the women, and the children. I know I did that wrong, but whatever. Um, yeah, I like it. I just, uh, somebody's got to be at the bottom.
0: That <laughs> uh... wasn't
2: my last one.
0: No, it wasn't. That was the thing, is it's it it was high up on a lot of people's lists and not and last on a lot of last on more than higher, but not as much as usual. There's prequel love showing up. I also put it as number one yeah. <laughs> online. Cause you know what? It is I've said you know what I, I was on the Around the Galaxy podcast and I think I said Phantom Menace was my favorite at that point. But I, at one point I said Attack of the Clones, and I've said this i have been saying it on the show forever. When I think of Star Wars, for some reason, my mind goes to Attack of the Clones, the chase on Coruscant at the beginning, with Zam, the on all that. That's where my mind goes when I think of Star Wars. And if that's where my mind's going when I think of Star Wars for these lists, which they're just for fun, I'm going to have to do that, especially knowing that everybody else is going low. It's that, if I think that's what Star Wars is in my mind, that's got to be my number one. Star Wars. But Return of the Jedi is really number one. All right, here we go. <laughs> and uh, number, you guys good? We go to number nine? Mm -hmm. number nine this is where it gets interesting who saw this one happening the Phantom Menace number nine is the Phantom Menace wow why are you saying wow
1: because I've seen the rise of Skywalker (laughs) oh Oh, interesting interesting okay Uh, where did I put it I think I might have had it uh, I had it at number eight so it's not far off um pod racing is going to come back in a big way and everybody's going to cheer that's all i am is every time they in the future every time they're going to announce something like jar Jar's back in this book or pod racing is back in this tv show people will cheer the same people who put phantom menace last will cheer i promise
2: i could criticize anything about the prequels but like I think you're right like there's a lot of people that are excited that Hayden Christensen is coming back I don't mean to bring it up again but like there's there's something there so give time give everything time and people change their mind people didn't like Empire at first so here Mm -hmm. we are.
0: Yeah, uh, Phantom Menace is always high on my list everyone knows I absolutely love that movie. Uh, so I don't need to talk about it It's a uh, low one day I would like to see it higher I think honestly as um you know these gen the generation we don't get a lot a lot of the rankings are from the generation that grew up with the Phantom minutes so we got I gotta get into those like 20 year olds and <laughs> <laughs> get their bear- their rankings yeah. uh okay the the this is where this is where it really gets uh interesting I'm uh, not number- like return to the jedi. <laughs> Return of the Je- Empire what? Strikes Back number 8 the, the, it gets really weird here uh the next three were pretty close um so and it's funny i didn't put this together what they were until last night so number 8 is the last jedi the last jedi is wow number eight. it is it was number 1 on quite a few and it was number 11 on quite a few more and it but the majority after the first like i said the first 10 the majority after that it was middle to low is where i came in middle to low so it started it started off strong it was like a season of uh, of a sport sport season it started off strong and then it kind of just lost momentum as it went and um yeah the last i will say the last like well, i shouldn't say the last seven because the the, the last few really kind of changed the bottom there but at one point, it was below Phantom Menace, and then the last few kind of kicked it back up. So it had a, it had its second win, but it was it was it was a strange race for Last Jedi. I was I honestly did it. I thought it was going to end up fifth, to be completely honest with you, when I started doing the the adding. That's where it felt, but eighth is where it is. Brock.
2: I mean, I guess it still lives in that land of divisiveness where it's just like I don't know. So uh it's a shock i think i put it at my number four um but you know maybe time will tell on this one too i the mandalorian i don't mean to bring it up again (laughs) but like it's it's doing the lord's work where it's making all these things a little bit more important Uh, all these little it's the glue so maybe by the time we're done season four mandalorian like i could change i don't know
1: andrew well, the way you just described how the rankings had it, James, like it sounds like the definition of divisive where yeah. you were like, yeah, some people had it first, some people had it 11th, and a lot of people had it scattered through the middle. It's like, okay, so this movie's all over the place. Um, it's uh, It was my number two. Um, nestled snugly under Attack of the Clones there. I think that it, um, it needs, people still need space from this movie. Uh, people who were, hurt by it, need space from it to sort of let it stand on its own. And then they can sort of judge it more objectively. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. the, the- the Last Jedi has been talked about so much, and that's just a can of worms I don't feel like opening. But yeah, I think, I people, it. I think
0: people are sick of not even the movie, just the aura around the movie. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like people are just tired of that. It's, it's yeah, yeah, like I, I sure. was before Scott came in. I watched it like eight times, and I, I, I loved it. But it, yeah, I think it's that, and and I think what Brock was saying to your point about the Mandalorian is these projects that are coming out now. The the, the one thing that the sequels had going against it almost was that uh 20 30 years between jedi return of the jedi and force awakens where there's all this story that we are are not aware of so the 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 force awakens picks up and you're like there's this gap right we've never experienced that before we the first like i mean sure new hope is number four but there was no gap because nothing existed so Mm -hmm. i think that's it and now though there's an opportunity for for them to come in and put these stories together, not just in books and comics, but in in visual form on television, which will push it, uh, perch them up and and you know maybe I don't know flesh them out a little bit more for people. But again, I think it's more the aura around the Last Jedi than the movie itself. So the next two were were neck and neck, and they were basically in the middle of most people's. Although the one that it was weird because the one on top of it was actually lower on more. But anyway, math is math. Uh, number seven is the Force Awakens. It's my donut. My sprinkled donut. It tastes Dang really it. good. Um I, I look, I mean, the reality is seven, six, five are middle. Like, that's the middle. Yeah. yeah. For me, I think Force Awakens is fine there. It's a donut. It tastes really good. I like Finn. <laughs> 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 you guys are silent Andrew when you <laughs> Uh
1: this one this one matches up with me. I had it a number 7 right on the nose and I like Finn too. He's a cool guy. Uh this movie really did uh kind of open the floodgates of my imagination. That's what it did. It was like Star Wars is back, Andrew. Look, here's colors and lights and lightsabers. And I was like, "Yes, yes, yes." Um and it uh I always have fun when I revisit it and even though it is a very sort of par for the course safe star wars film um it did what it needed to do to bring the franchise back and remind people why it's popular in the first place and in terms of like being a kickstarter for the new era i think that they did that job and they did it with gusto and you can see the love there and you can see the world building uh hasn't gone away Even though they played it safe, the world building didn't go away, and I think that's what I love most about Force Awakens is it gave us so much more of this beautiful, beautiful galaxy to play in that I was just that much more eager to dive back into it. I'm
2: surprised it's slower than Rise of Skywalker.
1: Both excellent Mm
2: -hmm. movies, both really give off that J.J. Abrams style, but... I think just Rise of Skywalker, as though it's probably a little bit more exciting of a film, is just sort of like it's all over the place, and it's like I don't know. Like I guess like Force Awakens, if it wasn't the first one, then perhaps we'd have a more critical spin on it because it's the first one back in the series of trilogies. So it's like oh my god, after twenty years of nothing, so it's like yes, we love whatever this is, like, but think about, like, we, we almost, like, we never talk about Maskinata anymore, it's just, like, and now, again, Mandalorian, it's, like, we're barely talking about these characters that are in it, we love these characters, Finn, Rey, Poe, they're great characters, but, like, now we live in this era of, like, you can make good stuff, and it doesn't even have to be a movie, and it's, sort of, like, wow, uh, Perhaps like if Mandalorian could be on this list, it would blow all of these movies out of the water, quite frankly. Well, so
0: Rob but. sent me his first list and it was Mandalorian one 11 <laughs> <laughs>
2: But uh yeah, it's just sort of I think Rise of Skywalker is interesting and it gives us You know what it is? Rise of Skywalker has this whole red herring, that's right, red herring, of the of the Emperor where it's just like He's a good villain, and the conclusion is nice, but like it doesn't make sense. At least with The Force Awakens, it's sort of like, here's your cast of characters, here's your problem. Bap, 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 bap. I would argue that Snoke is more engaging as a villain than the Alp- Emperor Palpatine. I know that's ludicrous because it's the Emperor, but you know what I mean. As one standalone stories, so I'm a little surprised, but. The people have
0: spoken. I I, I wish the the one year we didn't do this was uh, the year The Force Awakens came out. And I'd be really curious to see where it would have dropped that year. And actually, I want to kind of go back to our first one when it would have been Rogue One coming out. Because Force Awakens was so fresh. And I don't think people had turned on it quite Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, No, I think, look, when The Force Awakens came out, Andrew met up with me and he says, I think Ray's a Palpatine. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's dumb. And, and of course that's, that ends up being it's it. The thing is, if she was the pal, they should have just dropped fricking emperor right away. The, I, the, the one thing with this whole sequel trilogy, which is what I was saying to your point earlier about Mandalorian and all these other shows is there was no purpose for these movies at all when they came out other than, Hey, we're going to revive star Wars and make money. It's because why is there a first order? Why is there a Snoke? Why are like, there, why aren't all these things? And there was no answer. And we were never given an answer. And uh, the, the the great thing now Is we're getting these answers And that's what I love And The Mandalorian has already Kind of put that in And again That's that's just 30 years of You know Empty empty slate That they can go in and fill And so I'm really hoping That with all these Disney Plus things They really You know These uh, movies really Get enhanced by those And I'm really looking forward To the kids today Who grew up Watching these ones Where they would rank uh, In 20 years from now On their lists, Because that's that's really what counts That's you know what, what we think who cares but,
1: yeah but, the, kids, the kids are looking at it in a different way than we are like yeah to us force awakens was like going on a date after having not dated anybody in like 10 years and be like oh yeah this is what a date is like this is fun <laughs> i i miss this and but but to the kids it's a whole other thing and i was talking to my cousin last night and i said like dude when you're when your kids are like in their 20s you know they their mindset is going to be like yeah, Star Wars, there's those weird old people with the 70s hair. That wasn't for me, but like Ray was awesome. I want to see Ray again. And the cycle's just going to keep going.
0: Speaking of Ray, uh, what number are we on? Six. We're on six, and that's six. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens were very close. I think they were a point apart. Very hmm. close. I think the one thing Rise of Skywalker really has going for it um, above all the other sequels is... It, it, Builds towards something, um, whether you like it or not. That, it, it goes somewhere and it ends. Uh, but one thing for me with The Rise of Skywalker that I will always appreciate was when I watched it uh, with my nieces and nephew for the first time and the imagination that it sparked within them. They were playing lightsabers for like two days after that. My niece wanted to be Rey. That's what Star Wars is all about, the imagination of the kids. Uh, so uh, Rise of Skywalker, just above The Force Wagons at number six. It was basically middle of the road in everybody's list. I think it was number one on two. So there you go.
2: Yeah. I mean, didn't we pretty much review yeah. Rise of Skywalker in the last yeah, one? Yeah, we did.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything you want to add? Uh,
2: I, think, I think Lost Jedi should still be higher than both those films. Because, <laughs> you know, it tries to do something. Well, I think they all,
0: I mean, look, the the thing is they all try to do something. It just depends on how you feel about what they're trying to accomplish, right?
2: It's just like upper management does just like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then it's like, we're going to go back to the old way. I'm like, cool. (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) to be. But
0: yeah, the last, the one thing with the last Jedi though, is it, it works without consequence because it's, all, leaves everything up to that last chapter and when you're not when you leave the last chapter up to somebody who made the first chapter who wants to finish what they did in the first chapter that's where all the issues are lying on this whole sequel trilogy it's just I oh, will worry about Skannada next <clears throat> nah she's got a jetpack <laughs> like that's that was the thing it's like nobody accountability for your actions <laughs> anyway Andrew anything you want to add to Rise of Skywalker
1: yeah, uh, this was my, this, I put this one last, mm-hmm. last place. Something's got to be last. I mean, I don't hate it because I can't, I can't hate a Star Wars movie. I just can't. It's like hating a pizza party. You take me mm-hmm. to a pizza party, even if the pizza is not the greatest pizza, if it's a little bit stale and it seems like they didn't cook it properly, <laughs> I'm going to have a good time at the pizza party. Uh, all I'll say, because I want to keep this as positive as possible, is there's there's a book that every writer pretty much should read called save the cat where it teaches you how to write screenplays the right way and then save the cat. They tell you, you know, you, you get little cue cards and you plot out your story beats with cue cards and you make a board. And that way you always have a roadmap. Professionals should always have a roadmap. And that's all I'm going to say. I think, um, this movie, you change
0: the crawl, you cut out 10 minutes, you have a stronger film. Number five. I'm not even joking number five okay wait can you guys take a guess at number five because now we're in the meat of it this is like the, this is where it counts what do you guys just take a guess brock number five
2: i'm just trying to remember what's left
0: do you want me to tell you what's left i won't tell you because i'll probably say it in like the right <laughs> in the, order. Oh, the, the
2: original trilogy rogue one
0: and what's revenge it?
2: oh revenge I forgot about revenge. Wow! 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 Please tell me it's revenge. Is number five?
0: Andrew, what is do you a, think? Is it a new hope? It is a new hope. New hope. Wow. number five. Wow. Um. Again, though, this one and number four very close. Um, and the thing with a new hope is it was it was uh. It was basically in this spot through most of it. Like four or five is where it dropped on a lot of lists, I think. I can't remember. I don't have them in front of me because there were so many. But anyway, uh 4-5. Five, uh five is a new hope. The original Star Wars, which I think I, I think I think I say this every year when it is actually the best of the of the It's never my number one, but it is probably the best movie. It's the only one that stands on its own without needing anything to accompany it. It does everything it needs to do, and it's just it is such a straightforward, fun, save the princess ride. It can't be beat. Unfortunately, four other ones <laughs> beat it on this. <laughs> Andrew, your thoughts on A New Hope? Where did I put A New Hope? I think it's close to this. I put it at, oh, I put it at number six. Yeah, yeah so, you, so you ruined it, actually. It was number one, yeah. and then you put
1: it and it dropped. <laughs> yeah, my bad. This is my fault. Um, I mean, Aunt Peru, <clears throat> greatest character in Star Wars um not the actress though not (laughs) well she she got mixed up with some bad folks (laughs) but uh i yeah i mean it's a new hope like what what's going to what what goes wrong who complains about new hope but i think that even even the day and age of people hating star wars just because it has the word star wars in it who (laughs) complains about a new hope nobody it, well,
0: I think that's exactly why it is where it is. It's the one that's mm-hmm. just kind of like even Keel Brock.
2: I mean, we go through this every year, where we always get to this point where we're like, "Oh
1: yeah," <laughs> you know,
2: like it's it's sort of like you don't want to disrespect it, but yeah, like you know, you still have to invite your grandparents even when they embarrass you. No, it's not really the same comparison, but like yeah, it's just this whole list is on what you would like to watch. Which ones do you think of the most when you're Star Wars and what you want to watch? So it's sort of like, it's interesting that, it's, I mean, I'm blown away by Revenge of the Sith. Uh, <laughs> being, being it, like, so, I mean, I, I'm sure there's an argument for it, but like I was just like, wow. So kudos to the prequel breaking the top five.
1: You know what makes me curious? I wonder if like if anybody would take the same amount of people that you talked to, James, and do a ranking Marvel I wonder how many people would put Iron Man 1 in the top spot.
2: Yeah, good question.
1: Yeah, I not would. a lot, I would say. Hmm.
2: How many of those movies are there? You have that thing. How many, how many Marvel movies are there? There's
1: 23. Oh,
2: my God.
0: Yeah. I, look, and I, I, I honestly, I also believe that if I said tomorrow, if we said, hey, let's do another ranking, and we went to the same people, I'll bet you we'd have a different list. Oh, yeah. yeah probably. tomorrow. Yeah, it just... This is just for fun, and uh, it, it doesn't mean anything. But this is definitive, so whatever. <laughs> call, call your politicians. So, a new hope. Um, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I love. I mean, it's great, but is it? Yeah, exactly. Is like, Brexit, is it the one that you go to to watch Star Wars? Pr- honestly, I don't know. It's great. Um, uh, number four is uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> it was. Uh, Number one on quite a few lists. It was never last. It was either one or middle, I believe, on the majority of them. I'm sure it was lower than on some, but it was. The, it's there. People love Revenge of the Sith, and I think the more and more uh, like younger fans as they mature and they get older, mature. But as they get older, that this is the this is like their uh, Star Wars. You know, 2005. This was a lot of people's Star Wars moment. It does have in my opinion one of the coolest star wars moments vader's mask being lowered onto his head that split second aside like in the theater like that was such a great moment and then the silence and the breathing which is so iconic to star wars as a whole uh so number four is revenge of the sith andrew
1: yeah revenge was number 10 for me it's always pretty low for me uh anakin i can't watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I still don't know why that's better than Attack of the Clones. Uh, but, I mean, this is still a rip in good time. It has Grievous in it, so yes. It has the opera in it, so yes. It has Obi-Wan being probably peak Obi-Wan, and that's saying something, because Obi-Wan's almost always peak, yeah. but this is, for me, peak Obi-Wan. Uh, the iconic look for Anakin, uh, it's just... It's it's a beautiful. It's probably the most visually beautiful Star Wars. Period. Huh. Brock's still heartbroken that it's a beat a new hope.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. It's usually my highest prequel on the list. Uh, it's not a terrible movie, and I'm a big fan of the Clone Wars show. So it's like, yeah, those movies have to exist for those shows to really work. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think uh similar to the Rise of Skywalker, it in regards to in terms to all the prequels, it's the one that ultimately heads where it has to head. So,
2: well, um, here's one thing I will say and the fans and contributors on this can drag me all they want. The last 4 episodes of Clone Wars season 7 are better than this movie.
0: Come hmm. at me. But, um, after, but, but there is need, a, it needs a movie. I exactly. Guess, like, it, th- that can't exist without still this. Better.
2: So still emotionally charged, more emotionally charged. And
0: like, <laughs> but you're getting, you're getting. You, I think um it's Star Wars though. So it all works as one. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, all right, here we go. Top three time. This is exciting stuff. We're in the top three. Uh, will there be a change at number one? I'll tell no. you which movie it will not <laughs> I... be. Our number three, Rogue One. Ooh,
1: yep, yep.
0: yeah. I, I, I thought that was going to be number one for some reason. You know what? Uh, it was number one on quite a few, but again, it was mo- it was actually uh, it was high on uh, a lot of people' lists. and I think, nah. and I think. Uh, Brock, this one I think you can fairly compare it to The Mandalorian. I think they both yeah. kind of live in that kind of like separate yeah. from Star Wars, but still very much Star Wars uh, time period.
2: Yeah, I think the only thing bad about it is that it's like, oh, well, these characters are about to die <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a good purpose. And then like, I mean, the Darth Vader scene in this movie is amazing. And then it leads into Princess Leia. Yeah. And then it's seconds before New Hope happens, so it's like, it's just a well-made movie, and it's just like, ooh, it was one of the first steps of like, what if we did something like this with Star Wars, which is what allows Mandalorian to be what it is. Um, Great flick. I wish they could make more with these characters. We are, I guess, with Cassian. So excited for that. Um, Yeah, it's well, well deserved. I think it will always be in the top five going forward until unless the future of Star Wars movies change.
0: Well, yeah, when you got you know Patty Jenkins and Taika Waititi coming in, who knows what those two
1: will offer us. But, Andrew? Yeah, I put it at number five, and I think that's probably too low. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute since I watched yeah. it. So I will go back and look at it again and be like, what am I missing? Because I know there's more greatness here. But, I mean, I love this, and I love the, the score that Michael Giacchino gave us. That guy can do... He doesn't get enough credit for how magic his scores are. As far, as far as I'm concerned, he is the next John Williams, and he has been for me since he did the score for Lost and blew me away with prep that score. and
0: landing, buddy. Prep and landing,
1: prep and landing, Jurassic World. He does. He's doing. He is. He works so much. That guy. Um, and I mean, to top it all off, you've got just this this story that has been. I looked to, since this movie came out, people have sort of looked to this as a gold standard for modern Star Wars. I feel like the general consensus is that when a new announcement is made, like, oh, we're doing this project, it's coming soon, everybody sort of points at the Rogue One poster and is like, make it like that. (laughs) Um, And by the way, Hasbro, I'm still waiting for the Bodhi Rook Black Series. Like, what what are you doing? Are you leaving off a member of the team? What's wrong with you? They didn't That's weird. Relax, Jar Jar's coming out. <laughs> yeah, true. There's, yeah, Jar Jar's coming out. Um Is he really? Yeah. He is. Yeah. I need that shield. one. He's got the shield and everything. It's going to be oh great. My God, amazing. Uh Rogue One is masterfully done it's gorgeous. I will defend the Tarkin CGI to my dying breath because I think it's still the best special effect these eyes have seen. Their whole life do people uh, yeah people.
2: do people challenge that like it is arguably the best cg character yeah. they put in i, I,
1: I would say aside from like us i've never heard somebody not challenge it
0: hmm. interesting yeah i I, I, was really good. I was surprised they had him in the movie as much as they did um mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I'm fine with it. I mean, it's you know, it's a deceased actor that they brought back. Like what I don't know yeah. what you expect. And and you compare him to the Revenge of the Sith Tarkin and give me the cartoon Tarkin any day of the week. I'm fine with that. I mean, you know, and I think Tarkin being like that allows for Luke and Leia in Rise of Skywalker and allows for Luke in Mandalorian as well. The way they did it where you're not completely sold, but it's also like, well, this is where we are and that's it that's where we are on on those so i think it kind of and leia also at the end of rogue one
1: it it allows for those to happen um and it's only a matter of time now till we get cgi and peru finally <laughs> uh rogue one
0: um yeah i do love rogue one i think everyone's uh, looking forward to the cassian
1: Andor show anyway do you guys think that rogue squadron will feel like a rogue one sequel no, or like a sequel in the sense of like how you know Alien Covenant was a Prometheus sequel. You know, <laughs>
0: you, you know what you say. What you one thing I've been saying with Rogue Squadron, and I brought this up earlier, is is I'm confused how it will feel theatrical versus all these amazing shows that have been announced. Mm-hmm. Like what what's going to be the barrier there? And Rogue One, as I think about it, and I mentioned Solo earlier, how Solo would have fit so well on Disney Plus. Rogue One still feels like a theatrical film. There's something about it that's like, no, this has to be in the theater. So Rogue Squadron, you, you could be on to something with that. I don't I don't know, though.
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it just feels like the rule is every Disney Plus show, maybe with the exception of The Acolyte, because we don't know High Republic yet, but every other Disney Plus show, the rule is it exists because of a foundation that a movie mm. already set. So what kind of foundation is Rogue Squadron setting? That's what I want to... What kind of... What plant is it planting to give us these branches that will become other media? Like, what is that story that's so important where they're like, Patty, we need you to take the reins? Yeah. You don't know?
0: I thought they told you these things. I don't know anything. Hmm. I hope to find out soon.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't hate the idea if it connects with Rogue One in a way, but, like, I think it has to be separate. And it's also, someone said to me, like, so what's going to happen after Return of the Jedi, right? I'm like, that doesn't really make sense because they're making Rangers of the New Republic, which might be more of a cop show, but, like, is too much in the same vein. If you got, like, X-Wing pilots, like, bringing justice, like, (laughs) if that's what Rangers of the New Republic is, it's too similar. Uh, So I would... Perhaps this is a way to get a little bit more on our original cast somehow. Like, obviously, it's, it'd be more, if anything, Luke being mentioned in that movie, if it's during the Rebellion. So
1: I, I'm hoping it's after the sequels. Oh, interesting. I never thought of that.
0: Yeah, because one thing, the, the Lego holiday especially reminded me of, was how much I really, really enjoy Finn, Rey, and Poe. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy those characters. And... And and not that they would be in this show, but but yeah. also that time period. Like we we've got, like you just said, bro, we have the Mandalorian, we have the Rangers of the Republic. We're, we've lived in this post Return of the Jedi. Now move on from there. We're going to get four hundred years before that, but I just go after what happens after. I don't know what happens after, so take it after and, and build. Show me a story that takes place after. And then if you want to throw in Poe Dameron for Brock, you could throw in Poe Dameron. But you can have those kinda of, well, he's not a main character, but he just kind of weaves in and out of the story. I think Oscar Isaac's the kind of guy who would be like, Yeah, yeah, Star Wars, let's go. Uncle, you're coming. He would do it. Um That's what I that's what I'm kinda of hoping is it's not after Jedi, it's after um the sequels.
2: Yeah, I mean it just says Rogue Squadron. That can yep. mean anything, right?
0: And it could be look, it could be old wedge. Uh, in it he could be in it or you could even go further beyond and then you know a new thing has happened like we need the old rogue squadrons back and a dead snap comes back from the grave and it's gonna be great (laughs) number (laughs) Number
2: two runner up
0: the runner up i believe it was number one last year but it is number two this year it is uh, Return of the Jedi Return of the Jedi. I think the, the the I love Return of the Jedi it's my favorite of the original movies probably you know whatever but here, here's the, the the one thing going against Return of the Jedi now though is the sequels because it doesn't actually end. You find out that that doesn't matter anymore. Things happen, and uh, you can't forget. So that I think that's the only way you guys it. I love it. I love Ewoks. I don't have to tell anybody how I feel about Ewoks. We all know. Um, Lando's awesome. Vader, Luke, Emperor, all that stuff. Andrew, Brock, you want to go? Andrew's internet's frozen. Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, uh, I can't believe you didn't mention Java's palace. Um, yeah, no, it just I can't like mention everything. Most- fun, the most diverse uh, so Return of the Jedi is just my go-to uh, I love it, Ewoks, amazing uh, yeah, but you know, if it's going to lose out to anything Empire makes the most
0: sense I didn't say Empire was number one right <laughs> Empire so. was uh, number one on most lists, uh, it was low on a few, but it was number one on most Andrew is frozen, so he can't chime in right now. Um,
1: this is this is probably the spot where I would put, uh, or where I would guess Jedi is. Where did I? I think I put it number four. Did I put a number four? Yeah, I put a number four. It used to be it's your probably, number one. It used to be. Yeah, this is four is the lowest I've ever put it. Um, but I guess when I was rewatching this year, I was like, yeah, yeah, four is a good spot for it. Uh, number two, I think, is where we all expected it. be i mean this this top two has never been surprising and i think as as wacky as these lists have been this year i'm still waiting for that year when the top two surprises me i honestly Um,
0: i will tell you if i stopped after 10 it would have been probably a different one-two punch
1: yeah true but hey it deserves to be here it's got jabba it's got mm -hmm. bib fortuna it's got Mm -hmm. tebow what else do you want no Amperu though so Loses points. Babe Fortuna, R.I.P. R.I.P. Best like death F-A-P. in Star Wars.
0: Best death in Star Wars. Even Aaron knew who that was when she watched The Mandalorian. <laughs> She's like, oh! I was like, yeah, yeah.
1: I like his, he had like a scepter. Yeah. Uh, it was made out of the best Hulk. star.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think, Brock, if they made a Mandalorian movie, it would break the top two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like those episodes feel like movies i actually started re-watching mandalorian this morning and then i was like all oh, right the episodes first episode's really long the first uh, two
0: are pretty long and then they get really yeah. short and then the last episode is like i think it was forty seven forty seven 47 minutes i think yeah. is what it said i didn't i because you guys know i'm like i like my episode short but because i was actually i took a vacation day I didn't even look at the time of that episode And when it ended I was like I don't know how long that was It just felt perfect It just felt mm. like it didn't Linger and it wasn't cut too short It was. I was like I obviously wanted more But in like a good way uh, And then it gave you more <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, number one You guys ready to be surprised? I'm ready But I don't think I will be the holiday special caravan of courage new walker Cur- adventure caravan of- actually two <laughs> people did give me a list with caravan of courage on it at number <laughs> and all of them i believe it was number 3 <laughs> so number 1 is the empire strikes back um i don't uh it's a great movie it um it has some of the best moments in Star Wars by far. And I'm talking about Han, Frozen, and Carbon at the end is one of the greatest. I am your father, clearly. You know, and Hoth is such an iconic sequence. Brock? Yeah. Good movie. <laughs> uh, It's good. It's good.
2: It's, uh, it's what, like, The uh, Last Jedi is trying to replicate, like, this sort of movie where like there isn't a winner at the end it's sort of a bummer uh like uh there it's there's desperation there's there's uh yeah there's just evil overcomes but then there's there's still this like glimmer of hope which makes you want to go watch another one i guess last jedi tries to do that um in its own way uh but uh yeah it's perfect. It's a, it's, and it's historically important in film as a look, the good guys didn't win at the end. You're like, what? And then people walking out of the theaters being like,
0: <laughs> right? Imagine so, if they didn't make <laughs> Return of the Jedi after. It's like, well, that sucked.
2: <laughs> it'd be like Leonard, Port, part fifth, five. It's like, part six. Where were the other five, episodes? five parts? cosby
1: (laughs) andrew empire strikes back oh boy i just um just yesterday in fact i finally got to read those comics the new star wars comic series from marvel that takes place right after empire because my Mm. local store my local comic store has been just horrible with keeping up with like like i two months after that trade came out i called them like do you have the trade they're like i don't know what you're talking about I'm like, okay fine <laughs> so i i got it from indigo um and uh, i finally got to read it and they did this really cool sort of emotional thing with luke that we don't really get to see too much of in this movie of just how it felt for him to find out that news at the end um have you read these comics brock
2: yeah, like the first four or five, and then I stopped buying comics because I'm trying to save money. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: that, well, that's where I am too. I'm on like number five or something. And he's yeah. just like, the look on Luke's face where he's so hurt by this news. And I'm just like, God, this is beautiful. I, I wish this was in the movie. And as much as, you know, the these original three, we, we give them all this credit and we love them so much. There's so much still that they could have done. And I'm so happy that, star wars is telling those stories even if it's in other formats
0: yeah.
1: uh but i i love me some empire i always will love empire and if something's got to be at the top i don't mind it being this mm-hmm. it's almost as good as attack of the clones oh i wouldn't
0: awesome. mind any of these 11 movies being number one number two number three or number 11 they are all star wars as and you know what uh is it leslie headland headland mm-hmm. She's doing the accolade, which is, uh, for me, the most... I'm very excited about the Filoni-Favreau stuff. But this show, I don't know what what it is, but it's about a villain. You guys know I love my villains. I'm very excited about this. She said, I believe it's at the Red Skywalker premiere a year ago, that she doesn't have a favorite movie because they aren't movies. It's just Star Wars to her. And that makes me feel like that show is in very good hands. And if that is the mentality of... Everybody making Star Wars going forward, we're in for a good time, and these lists will get longer and uh, more definitive, but more divisive. As time goes on, we will get to keep continuing to argue uh, over time, but it it is fun. I mean, yeah, 1 and 2 never changes, which is kind of, uh, I think 3's been Rogue One, too. I could be wrong there, but 1 and 2 never seem to change, but I'm very excited to see, you know, next year again, a year with no Star Wars, and the year following, where will these rankings line us up? At those points. And then when we get a new Star Wars, how that will affect things as well. That's what I like seeing. So it's a lot of fun. Brock, any thoughts on this def- uh, uh, definitive list that we've put together? Well, I'm,
2: I'm glad that there was a lot of mix-up. It was fun. It's just like you don't want it to be predictable. It's cool yeah. that there's so many people that we've met along the way of this podcast that are joining in. It's like thank you to all of them contributing. And, yeah, I'm glad we we're able to do again this year.
1: Andrew? Yeah, I love just the the excitement that comes with, with these lists, even though they're so hard to make. And every time you say, give me a list, I'm like, yeah. You know it's coming. <laughs> mine, mine
2: took 30 seconds, Andrew.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brox was, was Caravan of Courage. Droid's yeah. Cartoon, Episode 4. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't count. He's like, use it.
1: As soon as you ask for the list, Brock is like, "How do you spell Sindel?" <laughs> um, Operation
0: Sindel. <laughs> oh, she would have been so much better if she was Phasma. JJ ruined my childhood. Or was She's it still... Ryan Johnson? One of them ruined my childhood. I'm not sure which one anymore. It's probably yeah, powerful. one of them. It's full probably both. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I just, I can't wait uh, to hear what people put as their specific rankings. Like I can't wait to talk to the individual people, but you're right, Brock. Like there's so many, we have met so many cool people, you know, Girls With Sabres, Force Toast, Rebel Watch. Uh, like the, there's just so many people that we, it, it's so exciting to get to know them and get to hear their, their Star Wars stories and their, uh, their love. Cause at the end of the day, love is the answer. This, this, we're just loving this. That's why this is a list of love. Yeah, and, and as much as it sucks, sorry, Andrew, go on. No, that's pretty much it. Oh. Like, it's a list of love, and I loved hearing
0: everybody's love. And as much as it sucks that Solo is last, something has to be last, and it gives us something extra to talk about. And maybe next year, people will remember that Solo was last, and they'll have it a little bit higher on their list, which will mm-hmm. knock Attack
1: of the Clones right back down
0: to the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> It's okay, all the other
1: ones at the bottom need to be in good company, so Attack of the Clones is there. Attack of the Clones is like the cool person <laughs> at a party who hangs out with the nerds to be like, look. It's offering the death sticks. To- yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, that's a lot of fun. Again, the reason why we get all these, as many people as we can, and combine the list is because there is no real ranking of Star Wars. It's just a lot of fun. We love all the movies, and it's just something we like to do to ring in the new, new year on a very negative note with everybody. So give us your list in the comments down below. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to go enjoy uh, a hangover shake because it's New Year's Day and uh, sit back, relax, and maybe I'll put on some Star Wars. Which one? We don't know just yet. Uh, But he's Andrew. He's Brock. I'm James. And the guy in the red was always scum.
2: Rebel scum.
0: Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.